You're listening to the audio portion of Workshop Wednesdays. Workshop Wednesdays is a free live discussion about topics affecting accountants, bookkeepers, and business owners. You can join the Avo Group on Facebook to participate live Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. Just search for ABBO in Facebook. This podcast is brought to you by SchoolofBookkeeping.com, where you will learn, grow, and build a thriving bookkeeping practice. We have hundreds of lessons with almost every aspect of the industry. Start your free month today at SchoolofBookkeeping.com. Welcome to another Workshop Wednesday brought to you by SchoolofBookkeeping.com. This is take two on an attempt to talk about revenue recognition, the features in QuickBooks Online, and all the other things. If you joined us last week, I'm sorry. (laughs) We don't know what happened, whether it was the streaming platform that we're using or our internet issues or network connection or whatever. Hopefully it's much better. If you are attending, if you're watching, let us know in the comments of whatever streaming platform that you're looking at, whether it's LinkedIn, YouTube, or on our website. Susan, where are you better than last week? Yeah, we need to know. Let's try again. If we have to do take three, we'll, we're all for it. <laughs> we'll try it again. But everything seems to be looking good on our side. We just don't know how it's looking on your side. So please let us know where you're listening from or watching from and uh, just, whether or not we're good. We're so let's go. Okay. All right. Chop, chop. All right. You are heard, Carrie, she says. But I have it's a lot like, of good okay. stuff. Hey, I have a lot of good stuff. Yeah. You you were like on point last week and sorry that we missed it up with with the internet interwebs. But that's uh, unfortunately the side effect of doing something live on the web. Yes. Oh we got it now. So I think I have even more stuff we'll, that's even better. So we're good. Oh. Got even more to say. Yes. So let's talk, uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, what revenue recognition is. Since you're a CPA, Carrie, you are the expert in this. Yes. I was always thinking like revenue recognition. Are you like walking down the street and here comes $20 and you go, Hey, I know you, (laughs) you look like revenue. (laughs) Is that what revenue recognition is? No, I wish it were that easy. No, it's. So I want to back up and define accrual accounting. It's not accrual world. It's accrual, A-C-R-U-A-L. So when you start your business, people say, do you want to be cash or accrual? And to be cash basis is basically your checkbook. If that's all you're running, as soon as you write a check, you expense it. You might be writing a check for something that happened last month. Somebody may be paying you prepaid support that's going to be done in the future. So revenue recognition is around that metrics. If it's, if your cash basis, you're going to record that revenue before you even do it. It's not gap. We don't like it. So accountants really love accrual accounting for two reasons. One is when you look at your monthly financial statement, your income is only income that you earn in that month. And expenses are only expenses you actually that that were happened in that month. Payment is an irrelevant factor. So it's a better way to manage. So you know from month to month, am I making money? Am I losing money? If you do cash basis, 
you might have all of a sudden you've got all this income, but you haven't actually done it yet. So that's where Intuit is trying. And I'm using the word trying because we <laughs> figured out that it doesn't do it the way we want it. So there's so so revenue recognition is basically when the money comes in, you're going to put it on your balance sheet. And you're going to put it in an account. They like the word deferred revenue. You're just going to put it in your liability because you owe that out. Might not be like a loan. You owe that time that that you owe somebody. Yeah. They paid you and you haven't done your part yet. So you got to, you don't call so, it income yet. Well, let, let's back up a second because I want to make sure yes. that we are, we are separating the, the term of revenue recognition to recognizing revenue. Right. <laughs> Which... As you were talking about cash versus accrual, that is something that when you rec recognize the revenue of the work of, of a sale. Yes, the right? sale would be recorded the day you receive the deposit on a cash basis accounting soft, a, a cash basis accounting method. You're recording the income equal to the day you get the money, as well as an expense yeah. equal to the day you get the money. And for some people like restaurant, that may work fine, but services and lawyers and I don't know who else does prepaid retainers and stuff like that. It's complicated. Yeah. In, in terms of your, whether you're using a, an accounts receivable or accounts payable yeah. transaction type, yes. right? I invoice somebody and then later they're going to pay. Yes. And. And that's where you're talking about versus cash versus accrual. If you invoice somebody today and then next month they pay you, right. when do you so recognize uh, that on a, the, on a cash versus that's, accrual? And that simpler idea where you invoice someone, you want to invoice, you want the invoice date that, you know, we all use QuickBooks. You want the invoice date to equal the day the work was done. Whether it's paid or not is irrelevant. And then it lands in your accounting software and in your reporting that it's income the day that it's done. That's actually when it's, when you recognize your $20 bill walking down the street. So in a simpler times, you can use accounts payable tool to make your expenses fall in the correct month by the date. And the same tool with your invoices, you use the date that you actually did the work or you made the sale. Somebody might you know, buy something from you. You want it to be the day that they actually say, I want that. Whether they pay for it or not is different. It, it, remove that. Yeah. Yeah. And then we talked to, we did another workshop about handling retainers mm -hmm. and, and those types of things where that's a whole other workflow when, when it comes to, okay, the money on a retainer or a pre-deposit has actually been deposited, but that's not revenue. That's not a revenue producing activity because it, to your point, you haven't done any of the services yet. So that's, and that's not what we're talking about with revenue recognition. Uh, what we're talking about with the feature and I'm using it in air quotes here, the feature is inside of QuickBooks and they know because it's in QuickBooks online, you hate it. No, no, no. I like the concept. <laughs> But what people need to understand is what it's meant for. So we have two yeah. nice examples for school of bookkeeping and our accounting. 
that we can explain out in our accounting yeah. companies that we can explain how it works and how it doesn't. So what we're talking about with revenue recognition is, is a feature inside of QuickBooks Online Advanced. So that's one caveat is that this feature is only in QuickBooks Online Advanced. So tough luck if you're using plus or oh, simple start or right. But the, but you wouldn't have these kinds of activities or the, the concept or the, the mindset would be, Hey, this is more of an advanced functionality when it comes to the accounting side of things, because the, the situation in this regard is I sold something and I want to spread that out across a, a period of time as far as recognizing the revenue. So a, a, a quick, uh, an under, uh, and a good, an example of that. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, you, a good example. I'm, I'm tongue tied. I have a really good example. So let's say you, okay. So I just got back from scaling new heights and everything is subscription. Everybody's going to subscription model. Think about this. If somebody, somebody's paying by the month for whatever it is, that's easy, right? But let's say you offered 10% off if you pay for the year. That gives you a burst of cash flow. But really, you want to spread that income across 12 months. This is where it works beautifully. So you sell an annual subscription. I'm going to just say $1,200. And a monthly subscription is 100 So monthly works great. But if you turn on the revenue recognition and you click the button, it will spread that out. Divided by 12, 100 each month, it works beautifully. It knows you just tell it which accounts and it puts, it has the balance of your deferred income. It goes ahead and does it all for you. So the whole year is ready to go. You don't have to think or look at it again. That works great. What? <laughs> yeah, but. It's a big but. Yeah. So. Right. There are times when you don't want you don't want to do this. And so dues and, not dues and subscriptions, that's the expense side. But for when you're selling membership fees and you have the annual versus monthly, I think this is a perfect way to manage your revenue and not get yourself all excited. Oh, wow, I've got 12,000 in revenue. Guess what? Those are really, 12,000 in revenue really should be $1,000. Why would you want to do why, why would you want that to do that? If I sold it, if I sold a $12,000, a $1,200 subscription today, why would I not want to recognize the revenue all in the day because uh, that I sold it? Because you're actually going to perform services for them. I don't know which kind or what, <laughs> or they'll have access to your learning portal or you'll be on call an hour a month, whatever deal you've come up with, you haven't performed those services for the year. So if you jam it all in January, it makes January look really good. And then the next month you're depressed because it's gone back into it. So with And we we don't want depression. We don't want to we don't work hard to lose money. So what'll happen is you've got all these months that are not making sense. And when you go to compare last year to this year, you really want it to be twelve hundred instead of twelve thousand. Did I do my math right? No. A thousand, a hundred a month, 
thousands. Yeah. Yeah. hundred a month. So you have 10 subscriptions you sold. You've got some decimal problems there. Okay. You keep so 1,212,000. So you sold <laughs> 10 subscriptions at $12,000. Oh, but your there income we go. is so 12, 10 times 100, 1,000. So you've overstated your income by $11,000. Everybody's going to say, wow, you did so great. And then you have to perform whatever they've signed up for. You have your staff doing whatever. So you still have to do the work for whatever it is. If you're an accounting firm and you budgeted 10 hours, you have 10 hours like, you owe them, whatever it is. Or like a gym, right? Like yeah. gym stays open, the lights are on. Yes. Uh, it, makes, it makes sense to, to, to spread the revenue across those 12 months so that you can see on a monthly basis yes. as opposed to because an annual basis. The expenses attributed to that subscription are going to be on a, you could have that differently, but you generally have those fall on a monthly basis. So it looks, it makes January look really good. And then February is a disaster, but you still have those expenses. If you didn't sell any, you're like, wow, I still have my overhead. So it's a proper way of doing accounting so that we're looking at a period of time to see how you're doing the month of XX, whatever it is. That's okay. the purpose. All right. It works great. So let, there, Let, let's talk about, let's show in QuickBooks online advanced or online accountant, right? Because if you're an accountant and you're using QBOA, you have the advanced functionality inside of your books. So you can actually try this feature out and see how it goes. But there's some setup ahead of time and some caveats. And then we'll talk about the yeah buts about it yeah. when we get to that point. But let me go ahead and. Share my screen. All right. So while so you're should be looking screen, I'll say some other examples. So let's say you are selling QuickBooks online through your, does did the accountant channel get annual or only monthly? Oh, yeah, I wasn't paying attention to your question. What was that? QBO. At QBO, when you sell it to a customer, do they... Oh, it's only monthly. Never mind. So it's not. Yeah. Never mind. I was thinking if they were okay. selling it annual and then. I mean, they could actually sell it to their customer annual and pay for it monthly. Right. You would want to spread that across because exactly. the customer doesn't care how they pay. So same idea. You're still exactly. paying for it monthly. So you want the, you want to recognize the revenue over the 12 months. All right. So inside of. Inside of QuickBooks Online, you go to your expense, uh, your account and settings, right? And under sales, you're over here on the left side, under products and services, woo, you got to drill down to even find it. And then there's this tiny little thing here. It says revenue recognition you Can click on the edit pencil and then ask, and then it's just a check, not a checkbox, but a little slider turn on or off. Right. And then you have this option here of. The frequency or monthly, um, monthly or monthly. I assume there's other options in there. I may have, and that's one of the yeah buts about this is once you cross over the threshold of turning something on here, it's the tire track thing at the garage. Uh, you can't go back without severe tire damage. So it's, uh, sometimes it's, it's easier to set some of these things up, uh, but then making changes or, or if you realize, oops, I shouldn't have done that. 
then you may not be able to change it. But here we have our, our only option is to set it up that your revenue recognition is monthly and then you hit save. The next caveat of all of this is to set up a product and service. And in this regard, setting up something as a revenue recognition, it has to be a service, right? So if I tried to ch uh, set up a new non-inventory item, I do not have any options uh, right. in here and about shouldn't be uh, one of revenue these. recognition. So that's good. It's, it's yeah, non-inventory. Good. This is not, this is a non-inventory part. I know. So it's, there shouldn't be a part, any reason you should divide that by 12. So good job. I'll give into it a handle. <laughs> That's right. A bonus yay for that. Right. Not a, um, because, and the, and the reason I bring this up is that I had originally set up some items that were non-inventory that I wanted to turn this on for and guess what? I couldn't turn it on. Right. I had to turn them into service items in order to actually see it. So when I go to create an item that is a service, mm -hmm. now I have this checkbox here for revenue recognition, where I can recognize the revenue for this product monthly. Yes. And then when I, by checking that, I now have my liability account. And why is it a liability account? Because uh, so uh, it's a liability to you because you haven't done what is necessary for you to call that income. You right. owe the tone. Well, liability, liability, as we know, is what you owe as a business. And in this case, you owe them goods and services or, or services. And we're not talking about goods because <laughs> we've determined that this is only a service. You buy, you buy a chair and it's a chair. The sale is that day, that month, not over 12 months. No goods. Appreciate you having the. Uh, you like the, the little child? Hear the example. Here's your goods. You can't spread this over a year. Right. So I have the option now to, to check this off and I can put it to whatever liability account I, I want to. Oddly enough, it gives you the choices of other income and expense accounts, even though it's a liability account. Yes. But we all know just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. So you want to use the liability account here and point it to whatever right. charter account change, you, want to, change, you want to track that. You could change the name how you need, how you see fit, but that's, yes. And then you have your interval, which again, our choices are limited to <laughs> monthly because that's pulling it from the setting, which I think you might be able to choose different options when you initially set it up. But once again, once you say it's monthly, then everything else is monthly. Yeah. Monthly. And then how long? Yeah. So it should, and they should, honestly, it really works well with this model where they should have gone ahead and said 12 and months. So you don't overthink it. And then you want to put in the service duration here. Now, I think I had set this up last week and I forget which, which item. Whoops. Here we go. My type service. Do you remember what? Oh, annual subscription. There we go. That's the one. That's the one that we used last last time. We we recognized the revenue recognition. We put in the twelve months. And you might okay, want to so change that choose. income account to something you can see. 
It's not just a plain old service. It's something like monthly subscription or. Now you're making me do work. Or whatever. Just call it subscription sales. Okay. There you go. And then it's not a discount refund given, so you need to fix that detail type. Yeah. To just sales of, yeah, there you go. Perfect. So there you go. That meet your, does that meet your approval? It sure does. Okay. Work. We have the serial of approval. Yes. From Carrie. So then when you create the invoice for said annual subscription, go choose this customer. I shouldn't have chose that customer because they got other stuff thrown up here. And I'm going to sell them an annual subscription. Right. It's $1,200. We're using that easy, easy math. Yeah, it's uh, yes. Well, I think uh, that was a bad uh, example there. All so right. you take back your seal of approval. It's uh, fine. No tax. <laughs> Although right. location, we have, this is why we tag yeah, yeah. money. <laughs> no, it's another topic. All right. So, so we're keeping So if I just, if I just save it, if I just save it like that, right? So let's yes. say state. And I just try to save it like that. Oops, we got a, something's not quite right. You have to enter a service date for the revenue recognition line item, right? So that's a, that's this field here. So if you don't have this showing on your invoices on the screen, you'll get this message when you, when it comes up. So you do have to put in the service date and this is the service start date and essentially of this annual subscription so that it will be it able to today start unless and, it doesn't and, start till August 1st, but I, today would work right. this example. Right. So then I save it again, then it's save now what, the drama. what happens here is now we have this little, not drama yet, we're still at the functions. <laughs> so now we have this little hyperlink here of the view, the revenue recognition. And by clicking on that, as I clicked on it and nothing happened, it's hold on. There it goes. Okay. It had to think for a second, right? So now it gives me this, this option here of uh, what? Look what? at how I, it, so just so you see that it's rounding it to the end of the month. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll rev recognize the revenue on the date of, on the end of each month after the, ser the service start date has occurred. Right. In the month that it occurred. So this happens in the first, it will recognize the revenue at the end of the month. Isn't that when you would normally make these journal entry adjustments if you were doing them manually? I would probably do the 19th of each month. I wonder what Susan would do. But as long as it falls yeah. in the month and your end result is, is similar, that's fine. Yeah. Unless you're doing like a weekly profit and loss, that, that can be some, that can be some challenging yeah. challenges there. But um, this is this, but this, it's, it's important to know. Yeah. It's, I just wanted to highlight that if you needed it to say the 19th, then what if you're looking yeah. at your sales week to week? You, you had that disappointment. Yes. Well, I was actually right. expecting that date to be tied to the date of the invoice and the service. Oh, the service date. Got it. All right. So it does show what the schedule of the revenue recognition is. So you get an idea of what will happen and when it will happen, right? Because nothing will happen at this point because 
when you have chosen the the item and you're re recognizing the revenue and the service date and whatnot, and we'll take a look at the transaction journal in the in the back end here. We'll see what accounts are being impacted when it decides to show up. There we go. Going to switch to view as new yet for the reporting. So there are, there's our accounts receivable because it's an invoice deferred revenue immediately. So this sale does not impact the profit and loss yet, right? Because it put everything to deferred revenue or whatever your liability account is that you specify in your, in your item setup. Regardless of whatever the sale is, or the sales account or the, the income account on the item, that won't show here until the revenue recognition entries are made. And we know now that that's going to happen. That's not going to happen until the to the end of the month. So you could do a P and L, and then do a, have it total by month, and then you can see that hundred go across, and do it year right. to date. But I won't see it until that date actually happens, right? Yeah, so, but show them how it's there because it's there. It's a, it's all recorded. There's nothing else to do. And then the, you're, yeah, odds are. You're saying that I should run a profit and a loss for the future? Profit and loss for 2023, the whole year. This calendar, this, not like this, this. This is up here. Okay. Yes, that. Calendar year. And then do it by month. Total by month. Yeah. And then you should see our sample. Go down and see the hundred. Yeah. It's, we're, it's not even here, right? Because my income be. is, it's not, right? It, it, this is why it doesn't work until that date has passed. So it, it actually doesn't make. And the, the journal entries. They did the journal entries and you clicked the thing and it showed it. It did? Yes. Go into your, go to chart of accounts and deferred revenue. Oh. Maybe it just put it back to itself and it's a, it's an accounting thing. Go to chart of accounts, go to the register of deferred income, deferred revenue, and let's see what happened. Cause it should be, yeah, it's showing the balance unless that's some old stuff. Yeah, that's, that was last week's attempt, right? <laughs> At doing this, right? At, of the sale that we did last week, exactly a week ago. And then this week's one, right? So it's only recognizing it from the date of the invoice. The schedule, right? If I go into the transaction and look at the schedule of the revenue recognition, doesn't show up until these dates have actually occurred. Okay. And then what will happen, what is that? What will happen is as these dates pass, right? Seven, 731, this will turn into a hyperlink. So you will see that these, it gives you an idea of that, that these have, these have occurred and you'll be able to see the revenue recognition report. These are, are nebulous journal entries that are going to be made by this feature, right? So you cannot modify them. This is, this is now we're getting into the yeah, buts about this. You cannot modify 
uh, a journal entry uh, that has been made by the revenue recognition feature. Um, you can at best see it on a report, but you won't be able to make any changes to it. It's like one of those things about uh, inventory or the inventory items tracking that's in QuickBooks, like a starting, starting value. You can't change those, the, some of those things about some of those transactions or their special type transactions. This is now one of those things. As the date passes, you'll see these entries being made. You'll see them on the books, but then you won't be able to see in the future until they've actually occurred and you can't make changes to them. Yeah, those are the, yep, well, that's, I don't that's, like any of that at all. I think that if we went ahead and posted all those journal entries today so that it tied down, I'd be happy, but they don't. So it's up to me. I mean, what if somebody, it's just too much room for, I like that concept, but there's no ability to use my brains to make sure this is right. And it. There's nothing wrong with post-dating right, so like stuff. If you're, if you're trying to plan, for, if you if yeah, trying to might be a good idea to to have this play out. So there may be some yeah. accounting philosophy behind that, but as of today, and this may change tomorrow. As of today, this is the way this, this works. I say that. Yeah. <laughs> that was an internal dialogue that came out whoops so now there's and this is another one of those yeah buts right if if you set this up and i'm just saying this hypothetically you set this up for something that really should have been more of a, a deposit as the work is done more on a piecemeal type of thing revenue Don't recognition is Revenue recognition is not a, a good feature because of these kind of tire track things, right? Once you cross over this, you can't undo it. So we've, we've determined that we did something wrong with, with this revenue recognition feature and, and we want to back it out. You cannot, once the schedule has started. It's this train is getting to, this train is going from LA to New York and you cannot stop it in St. Louis anywhere, right? <laughs> so it's gotta, we gotta wait for that to finish in order to do that. So now we've created a um, huge mess. We've created more work for ourselves to, to undo it uh, this yes. way because yeah. this train is, we have to wait in, in, until new, the train gets to New York to to disembark so, from a revenue product to use with this feature turned on. <laughs> know what you're getting it's, into. It's there, right? And this is just one caveat of all of the things that you could potentially be doing with, with this type of thing, right? There's an expense side of all of this, where you do the same thing, where like you're paying for your business is paying for annual subscriptions, because that is, I'm going to stop sharing here. How do I turn this off? Oops. Turn it off for me, Landon. <laughs> Which we clicked on at the same time. Thank you. 
So we have the, the expense side of all of this as well. So there's expense recognition. What is the accounting term for that? Where you've paid your, your insurance. Yeah. Or so any of your technology that you want to spread out. My term is usually prepaid expense. And it's defined as something that, like you're talking about, let's say you're paying a policy that covers the year. If you put that in the month of November, your income's not going to offset that 12-month expense. So I put that in, in an asset account because I've prepaid it, I've invested in it, but I'm going to expense it over the year. And the way I like to do it, old school, is when I post that liability, the insurance, so to speak, I go ahead and enter in those 12 entries so that particular item is zeroed out for the month. I spread it across the 12 months. And, you know, some things are just for a quarter. You're paying for a quarter, but you're paying, you know, $1,000, but it's really for January, February, March. You want to spread that out. So things that occur, just what, like we depreciate assets, we might buy a computer that lasts over five years. So we don't expense it all in one year on the books and not going into tax laws. We divide that expense over five years. So it's not as much of a hit on your books when you're going to review things that you've done to make sure you're profitable because that's the name of the game. But so as this might be good for, for revenue recognition and, and revenue producing activities where you do that on an annual basis, you want to spread that out. The expense side of things of what, what you're talking about, not an option. I don't know. So that's a kind of a yeah, but. Right. So that, so just to put the balance sheet thing that everybody gets foggy on, if someone pays you money and you haven't finished the obligation, that goes in a liability account. It's either prepaid, block of time, subscriptions. That goes a liability because you haven't performed the services. So you owe somebody something. When you pay a vendor for something that covers you for 12 months, that's or a quarter or whatever it is, but something more than a month, you put that in your prepaid expenses. And you could get real granular if you want to do a sub account for your insurance and your whatever, the membership fees, because you know you have membership too, and you may get a discount if you're paying for something ahead of time. And you're like, why is my month of November so bad? Because you didn't divide that out by 12 months. Right. So as, re as we're talking about revenue recognition, this feature does not work with it, with expenses. I did a, a QuickBook power hour with uh, Ash. He's a UK uh, accountant that created a, an application that does do these things, right? So this solves for the people that are not in advance, the people that are in advance, but this doesn't work for, uh, <laughs> and the people that are, are needing to track things like you, you mentioned depreciation, depreciating, I can't say anything long uh, uh, assets that have a useful uh, so uh, more than a year, assets that have a useful life. That's more than a year get depreciated. You're not going to do this paper clips. That's just going to go in a bucket. Yeah, that's just minor expense. But they, they may something. last more than five years, but uh, you're they, not going to depreciate do. your paper. They, they come out of nowhere. When you don't need them, you have a hundred of them. When you need them, you can't find them. 
but you don't depreciate that. You don't expense that over a period of time, but something that is really clear that like you get a piece of paper and you're paying for something that gives you the coverage and it's more than a month. That's when you want to go and do special accounting to make your books make sense. You need your books to make sense. so You can make management decisions. So that's the, the ultimate end goal. <laughs> so if you want to check that out, that is, that is an option for you as well. In school bookkeeping, we're going to talk about some of the things that we just unpacked here today in our, 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 our QBO advanced course that out, as well as all of the other cool features inside of QuickBooks online or the yeah, but features, as Carrie likes to say, if you do want to <laughs> set up a trial for, for QuickBooks online, we do have a, a, a discount link there to take out your phone and scan the QR code. That's pretty cool technology that we've got here in the workshop. If you want to be notified of when we do go live and it's not a, an internet debacle like last week. This one still. We still had. Yeah, you did. We did. You can register for, for our YouTube channel or subscribe to our YouTube channel. You get notifications when we go live in the future. Again, I appreciate you all joining us today and Carrie, always lovely to see you even when you're out of uniform. Yeah. Sorry about that, but Hey, at least hopefully the internet debacle is over out of uniform better than no internet. <laughs> better one, better two. <laughs> That's right. Three musketeers here. Thanks. Thanks, Susan. Uh, so we'll see you next week on the workshop and then talking about next week in the workshop, we're actually going to start another series. This one is going to be on e-commerce fundamentals, right? So we're going to, we'll have a guest, Rachel Douchy will be joining us. Uh, she's an e-commerce oh, specialist and, uh, and she'll be talking about some of these things to know about e-commerce and uh, maybe why it's a, a nuance. Yeah. yeah. And either, Hey, I want to take on that e-commerce client or no, I'm going to run screaming uh, because they deal with inventory or sales tax or all of the above. So we will see you next week on the workshop and you guys have a great week. Have a great week. Thanks for joining.